Yo, this is Jess, your favorite best friend who you've never met. And this is the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast where we discuss style, pop culture, and whatever the hell else I feel like that day. Thank you guys for joining me on another fine Tuesday. I'm back at you consistently. Hey, check me out. I'm learning shit. Whoop, whoop. I hope you guys are having a great week so far. This week, we're going to talk about why y'all mad at Tyler Perry. Why do people commit when they don't want to? And then I also have a really great fall slash winter fashion tip for you guys. So stay tuned and let's get into it. So as always, we have to kick off our bi-weekly conversation with a style tip. I don't know what the weather is like where you guys are, but up here in the great state of New York, it's like fall, winter in the morning, and it is summer by the time I leave for work. So I don't know what the hell to wear. However... I do love when fall and winter comes around because I have such a huge affinity for tights. I love tights. I think that, I think hosiery is kind of like, it's like a lost art. People don't really do it anymore. We don't really wear flesh colored um, stockings like we used to back in the day. I mean, some people do, no tea, no shade. Um, I have some very conservative friends who still wear like legit hosiery every day. I prefer the more fun, um, like, pattern tights I have on hand, like, at least 10 pair of opaque black tights. Um, The really cool thing about tights, though, is that if you wear a shoe that's the same color as your tights, it tends to elongate your legs, so it helps you to kind of pull off some looks that you otherwise couldn't pull off. What I mean by that is I'm 5'2". I am what some people will call curvy in the South. They call it thick, whatever you want to call it. Um, A girl with a fat ass, whatever. So when you're short, you carry weight differently than somebody who's tall. Um, Mostly just because of the way proportions work, where our eyes are drawn to um, on the human body. It's a whole thing. I am very in tune to proportions. If a proportion is off in the slightest bit, it will mess up a whole look for me. So yesterday I bought this really cool button down asymmetrical kind of t-shirt dress that's kind of tinted a little bit. Like it's boxy in a way, like it doesn't have a cinched waist or anything. So when I want to do a look like that, I I actually never do. <laughs> like, I'm weary of doing boxy, slouchy stuff without cinching the waist. So it never really wears like that on me because I'm just terrified of looking like I'm in the first trimester of an unplanned pregnancy. So I always belt everything. And I'm also going to wear a pair of black opaque tights with a pair of my highest black heels. So that way, even though it's a little bit of a shapeless look that I'm giving shape to with a belt, it will still carry a little bit better because I'll appear to be taller. Um, 
I'm going to put a link to a pick so that you guys can get an idea of what I'm talking about in the description. But you don't have to just do it with black if you really want to commit. I love seeing people do like a monochromatic look where they match their shoe with their tights. It's a commitment <laughs> if you can pull it off. But if you want to play it safe, black opaque tights with a black shoe will always make your legs look longer, um, especially if it's a pump and not something that straps around the ankle. Um, just a thought, just a little idea. I never used to care about appearing taller until I started taking pictures for my site. And I was like, oh, this is why people want to appear taller because when you're short and curvy you can come off looking kind of stumpy when you wear certain things so I hate to admit it but it does help to kind of pull off certain things I remember back in the day when Kim Kardashian like in her Reggie Bush years um when, when she was kind of this was obviously like pre Kanye styling her she would do slouchy looks and Kim is a short very curvy girl whether those curls curves are real or not not relevant um so I would always wonder how it looked right on her but then when I tried to do it it never quite looked right and it's because you have to create shape even within a slouchy look when you are curvy um so you have to belt the waist um whenever you can wear the highest heel possible so that the eye has enough space for it to go um this might sound like so crazy to y'all but it makes so much sense to me in my head so just try it and <laughs> see if it makes a difference for you and again, I'll put some links to like, I don't know, maybe some um, Pinterest looks or whatever where people have pulled this off. There is a certain Russian blogger who used to do this all the time. She did some racist ass shit, so I can't mess with her anymore. But she was such a good example. So now I have to find a different one, but I will hook you guys up with that. So go stock up on your black opaque tights. Also get some pattern tights. They are so much fun to add just an extra an extra layer of texture to a look. And y'all know me, I'm all about texture, color, pattern. So that's my fashion tip for this week. Try it out. Let me know how it goes. Talk soon. So last week, producer, director, writer, extraordinaire, etc., Tyler Perry opened Tyler Perry Studios um, in my exact hometown of Southwest Atlanta. And I was super happy last time I was home when I was driving down 166 and I looked up and saw the Tyler Perry Studios East Point exit. I felt like surprisingly emotional. I don't know where it came from, but it made me so happy to see that he took over this space, Fort McPherson, that had been closed and repurposed it for creative uses. Um, based on what Ava DuVernay was showing us on her Instagram stories, it looks like it's in a, a really amazing space. He, you know, opened it with this like star studded event. Um, he has his own like Black Hollywood Walk of Fame, just all these really incredible things. And it's just to know that this person was once homeless 
that he started out, you know, creating plays that were such a huge, a huge hit, like in church circles and, you know, within black communities. And for him to go from there to now having his own studio where he has more freedom to create the things that he wants to create. I think that that's amazing. Um, What I was really shocked by was some of the responses on Twitter where people were really upset with him. Um, There were so many people saying like, oh, he did this um, after making so many movies degrading black women and blah, 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 blah. (sighs) Here's the thing. Tyler Perry's movies are riddled with problematic themes from colorism to women's sexuality to just some terrible ass wigs that he'd be putting on dudes like I'll never get over that wig he had Shamar Moore wearing. It looked like I made it. And this is a really great accomplishment. Both things can be true at the same time. Um... Black people still don't have a whole lot of ownership in Hollywood. And for him to, like he said, create his own table with his own money from his own community, that's incredible. He's not a perfect person. None of us are perfect people, but he is taking his talent in his creative lane and creating something that... I'm hoping or assuming is going to put more money back into the community from which I come from, that he's going to continue to employ black actors and hopefully writers. And, you know, that this is going to be a really expansive project or that there will be multiple expansive projects based on him opening the studio in Atlanta, where so many people are shooting so many things anyway That's so much money going back into the community. I don't know. I know very little about economics. I pass economics by the skin of my teeth and a prayer, and I don't even know how. But in my mind, I don't see how this is a bad thing for the community. I also saw people saying that he shouldn't have used this land for a movie studio or a production studio. He could have bought this land and, you know, used it to help with the housing crisis. Uh, He's a fucking film producer, bro. He's not a public servant. He's not a housing developer. That's not his lane. That's not his role. That's not his responsibility. You have to allow for people to send the elevator back down based on the building in which they work. Does that make sense? Like, I'm a writer. I write about things that I feel can benefit and entertain and educate people, right? You shouldn't be looking to me to be like an engineer. I don't know shit about that. That's not my lane. He's doing what he can for the community based on his skill set. Why are y'all tasking him with being a housing developer? And then on top of that, he's also said that he wants to create a compound for trafficked women, for LGBTQIA youth. I I just don't understand how people are supposed to win with y'all. I was seeing a lot of like cancel all billionaires and you know black billionaires are just just as bad as like 
white people and all this stuff like that. It was a lot of like very anti-capitalist. It's wrong to have money. It's wrong to have that kind of wealth rhetoric going around on Twitter. And my question to those people is this. Are you supposed to aspire to poverty? Like, since 1619, we've been in this country disenfranchised. People did not work this land, bleed, sweat, and die to build this country for you to aspire to poverty or mediocrity. So I don't understand what y'all think people are supposed to do when they figure out how to get money based on what they've been given. Is Tyler, is Tyler Perry supposed to say, like, at a certain point, as money is rolling in, no, 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 stop, that's too much? Because then he won't have the capital required to build up the community. Building communities takes money. We, as Black people, have been disenfranchised in this country for so long that it's going to take a shit ton more money just to get us caught up to what everyone else in this country has been able to acquire. So I'm not understanding why there's so much negative discourse around wealthy black people, especially wealthy black people who align themselves at least publicly with the goals of benefiting our community. Like what y'all want people to do? Like people need to be poor in order to be real. And then the thing that kills me too about these same people who talk really bad about very wealthy people are the same people who, if something happened to you, you'd start a GoFundMe and you'd expect for those very wealthy people to help you out. So here's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like you hating. And this isn't really like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of conversation because I don't believe in that. I think that some people don't even know that there are boots that they can put on to even pull on. There are people who are that marginalized that they don't have access to most of the things that even I have access to. I'm a black woman, but I still have a lot of privileges that some other black women and some other women of color don't have statistically. So I'm not really understanding why you guys want us to fail. (laughs) There's no honor in failure. There's no honor or it's not noble to be poor. We're not priests. We have not taken a vow of poverty. So am I supposed to, because you don't have health insurance and I do, am I not supposed to go and get a pap smear every year in solidarity with you and then we both be sick together? Is that what y'all want? I guess for the people who do have the resources, who do have the knowledge, who do have the access to getting an education, whether it be trade school or a four-year college or a two-year college, somehow some sort of post-high school something so that you can get a job to provide for yourself, to provide for your family. If you know that that's out there and you have access to it, but you choose not to do it, you choose to be below the poverty line, you choose not to make money in ways that you can, you choose a life where you don't have access to healthcare benefits, Why exactly are you upset with the people who didn't choose to live like that? 
Why exactly are you upset with the people who did make the choice to go to a four year college to get a degree, to get a master's, to do whatever so that they can make more money so that they, too, can generationally help add to the wealth of their families? Explain to me why that's wrong. I don't get it. I don't understand what y'all want people to do. Nobody should be aspiring to poverty. Nobody should be aspiring to live a mediocre life if they can live a better one. I'm sorry, but it takes money to live in this world. It just does. If that's the case, if y'all have a problem with Tyler Perry being insanely wealthy, then quit your job tomorrow too. You're just as wrong for making money too then. I just don't think that you can be upset with people who benefit from certain privileges when you make the choice not to take advantage of your privilege. I kind of felt this way when people were upset about Kylie Jenner being called like a self-made billionaire. Self-made is questionable, sure. However, That girl was born into a certain level of privilege. She has no control over the fact that she was born wealthy any more than you have control over the fact that you weren't. So what is she supposed to do? Not take advantage of the opportunities being presented to her? Is she supposed to be poor to prove something to y'all? Like, think about what y'all saying. Think about what you're angry about. The second this news came out, all I saw... I saw a lot of people celebrating, but in between that, I saw so much negative commentary about what this means and why this is bad. And it's like, I just don't know how black people are supposed to win with our own or outside of our own. You don't want people to be successful for what? To prove something to you? Who the fuck are you? Again, it just sounds like a bunch of hating to me, but if y'all can explain to me why it's wrong for black people who, as far as I'm concerned, are owed (laughs) a whole lot more than what we even work for. I think just the back pay (laughs) to even catch up, you know, like reparations is a touchy subject, but if we're talking about acquiring wealth and setting generations up for success, We need way more money than what we have right now. And I need for someone to explain to me why it's wrong to want more. And I can understand the frustration of seeing people not work as hard as you feel like you're working, yet they have more. That I can understand. But when you aren't working at all, when you aren't even trying to do better, but you have a problem with other people who are doing better than you or how you perceive them to be doing better than you financially, that makes you a hater. You too can go out and do better if you so choose, but you have to be willing to do something because nobody in this world owes you anything. One of my favorite outcast songs is get up get out and do something and that's what I was thinking about when I was like looking at people legit just hating on this man for being successful it's a part in CeeLo's verse I think where he says you need to get up get out ain't you sick and tired of having to do without y'all not tired you ain't tired of being broke you not tired of sitting around and complaining about what other people have when you have the resources and the access to also have those things That don't make sense to me. Make that make sense. Explain to me how you aren't just a hater. 
don't know. Y'all let me know. Drop down in the comments because I do have questions. My next topic. Um, so the other day, um, rapper extraordinaire, great philosopher, a little baby, um, his girlfriend Jada, girlfriend slash baby mama Jada tweeted, we young as hell and not married. I don't expect a nigga not to cheat. So here's the thing. I do not understand why people get in committed relationships if they don't actually want to be committed if you don't really want to be in a relationship and you just want to date around, then just do that. What's the point of having a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Let's not make this a gendered thing. But what's the point in having a partner and being in a relationship when you know that you are out here living like a single person? Just be a single person or at least let the other person know how you moving out here so that they can make an informed decision about the kind of relationship that they're in. I hear a lot of people say like, oh, biologically, it's just not reasonable to expect for people not to cheat. I don't think sex is the problem with cheating. I mean, obviously it matters, but it's the level of lying and deceit that you had to do in order to cheat. That's why people feel like it's such a huge betrayal because you probably had to lie a number of times in order to be able to do that. You have deceived the person who you have made this faux commitment to in order to do that. If you don't want to commit or if you want to be monogamish or if you want to have an open relationship or if you just want to date, whatever it is that you actually want to do romantically, do that. But be honest about it. I think the healthiest relationship that I was ever in was, I guess you could kind of call it an open relationship. Me and this guy were kind of casually dating, but I didn't live in Atlanta. I was still living in New York. I went about to move home to be with him, but we were both open and honest about the fact that we dated other people. He slept with other people. I could have, but I didn't want to because I'm just not that person. No tea, no shade to anybody who is. And, you know, one of the people who he was seeing, he really fell for. And he told me, well, he asked me hypothetically if I would be with him. And I was like, hell no, number one, I know that you can't commit. And number two, I'm not moving home to be with you. So he met this girl. He said he really liked her. I was like, you know what? I appreciate you letting me know. I say you go for it. And, you know, if you have the opportunity to have the kind of relationship that you really want with someone who you really want, you should take that chance and do what you can to make that work. And they're still together now. They have a baby. Wish them well. It's no love lost. The problem is when you're not really being honest with the people who you deal with about how you're moving. That's where the problem comes in. That's where the heartbreak comes from. You can reconcile, oh, this person just wanted to have sex with another person because our sex got stale. That you can make sense of. It's very hard to make sense of a person lying to you. When people need closure, or at least I know for me, that's the kind of, that's what I've struggled with in getting over relationships or broken relationships with people is you lied to me about who you were, about what you wanted to do here. To tell a person you want to be in a relationship with them and then your actions are the complete opposite you are intentionally deceiving that person. That to me is lame as fuck because 
if you real about your shit, you confident in who you are and you know what you want, just tell people. I think when dudes say that they want to be in polygamous relationships or they want to be monogamous, they think that it's going to free them up from having to be honest and transparent and communicate with people. Not so. Relationships of any kind, professional, romantic, familial, platonic, they all require a level of honesty. It's a social contract that you make with another human person because being a living human person is fucking difficult. The least you can do with your interpersonal relationships is to be honest and transparent with people about who and what they are in your life. Y'all out here thinking that you want to have multiple wives and multiple girlfriends living in the same house and everybody get along. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. It ain't going to go how you think it's going to go. You're going to come home from a day of work and it's just going to be three bitches wearing bonnets who were all disappointed in you in the exact same way. You owe people a certain amount of honesty. You just do. So no matter what kind of relationship you want to have or how you want to date, Tell people the fucking truth. And I'm sorry, all dudes don't cheat. All people are capable of cheating, but to go out here and say that all dudes in the world cheat is bullshit, and it's not fair. All the dudes you're attracted to cheat. All the dudes you choose to settle for cheat. All the dudes you know cheat. I can say for myself, I can count on one hand the number of male friends who I have who are actually faithful to the people who they're with one hand sure the numbers are against you and I hope to God that I never get to a place where I settle for having to share the person who I love that deeply with a bunch of other people I never want to be that person I'm not judging you if that's how you've resolved that you want to make a relationship work by just saying you know what do whatever you want to do that's your business but Don't try to justify it by saying, oh, well, everybody's doing it. That's a bullshit excuse. Everybody's not doing it. This is just what you've chosen to settle for in life. And that's okay. But that's not the rest of our responsibility. People who don't want to settle for that kind of a relationship or who don't want to enter into that kind of relationship and who expect monogamy aren't stupid. They just know what they want. And if this is what you want, you don't owe nobody no explanation for it. I mean, thanks for sharing. I don't know what you want us to do with this information. But if you're really comfortable rocking like that, then do you. But understand that if that's not what you really want, there are other people in the world. There are a lot of other people in the world. And there is a lid for every pot. If that ain't what you really want to settle for, don't. Find you somebody who will be committed to you. If you don't want to commit and you just want to be at you, find you somebody who will be comfortable sharing you with whomever else. If you want to be a pass around nigga, be a pass around nigga, but let everybody know that that's what you are on. Don't lie to people. Don't deceive people because then you're taking away a person's choice to decide the kind of relationship that they're in. It's never really so much about the physicality of it. It's about the level of deceit that you had to go to in order to cheat so those are just my thoughts as a single woman I don't want to be with nobody and have to settle for the fact that I got to share them with whoever has a pussy and a pulse that day that they decide they want to be with that's just not what I want so we'll see what happens 
having hope in love is not for the faint of heart. So for all of y'all who are on the same wave as me, let's try our best to keep hope alive and have a great rest of the week. Let me know what you guys think about the topics this week. Like, comment, subscribe, share, review, send me money and be blessed. Talk soon. Bye.